by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles Rose. Did I say that? Harry Mullen. this thing about the, the, the real person, and we go, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crushworthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions. Live on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Oh, yeah. Okay, Larry and I are here. Our, the, our guests are hiding out in the backstage area, but we have a whole bunch of things uh, that we want to talk about at the top of the show. Uh, before we get into anything anything specifically about the show, the new shows that we got coming up and all that, we have a lot of new merchandise at the show shop. So here's an ad plugging uh, some of that. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my god, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. I didn't know you were, I didn't know I was on the store. That's hilarious. You're, you're there, man. The, you know, I'll sell one anyway. You'll sell one. I know that. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, man, we got this big thing coming up next week. I can't wait for it. The Planet 90210 show. Uh, I want you to talk to everybody about what's going on with that. How is that looking? I'm putting all the times on the bottom here. What time it will start in your area? I mean, just do the math. Get a time calculator. We're well, starting at 12 o'clock in L.A., and go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was going to say there's a world clock. You can, I mean, uh, Melanie, for all the people who are taking part, she's giving them a really good world clock when it's 12 o'clock. This is a show that we're broadcasting, streaming live at 12 noon on Wednesday, not our usual five. At five o'clock, we'll repeat the show, but it's going live at noon so that we can accommodate all our international fans. And they're, they're out there. So we're going to start out at noon with Israel, it's 10 hour different. It's uh, I don't know how many hours. I mean, it's, it's 10 p.m. in Israel. And we've got, uh, you know, fans there have been year, uh, fans and watching the show for years. They're really fervent fans. And we found them through Instagram. And then we've got to go over to the classics. We have Italy and Greece together. My people. We, yes. Your people, yes. They're well represented, <laughs> fanatical fans. And, right. and basically, we want to hear, we're going to ask them questions. We want to know right. why they love this show, what it is, when they started watching it, what do their friends think of it? And and what then well, of course, we'll let them ask us some questions. But basically, it's kind of a, a festival of of international fandom. And we're gonna move through Europe. We got, you know, Paris, Poland, uh Holland, and then we got the UK and Ireland. We have Canada, we have Australia, Australia, uh, Japan, uh, and then we have South America, Brazil, Argentina. I mean, I think there are 15 countries participating, 16 with the U.S. And uh, it's just got me interesting to, to see what's going on with these fans, because it's a phenomenon that they're still watching the show so many years later, and we salute them. Absolutely. Uh, I want to tell everybody, we get comments, what are we going to be covering in the future weeks? We now know. So I'm going to tell you everybody what we're covering. <laughs> Uh, next week is Planet 90210. On February 3rd, Chuck and I are going to cover Misery Loves Company, which is a great Brenda Dillon episode, which is actually my favorite 90210 episode. On February yeah, 10th, all the time. we're doing Valentine's Day. And then finally, for all the Kelly and Dillon fans, I wanted to let them know that we on, on, on February 17th, we are going to dive deep into Kelly and Dillon. So uh, I know you guys have been wanting that for some time, so we're, we, we are going to do that. Now, let's bring our other participants on we have professor sherry with us and ruth livier joy taylor hi it's just effervescent uh it's so good to mm -hmm. see you ruth i mean um you know i mean we should you know talk i mean I, i'm just anxious to hear what she had to say about the show because uh you know when we cast her she had two other credits i think before that it was really you know she was pretty much a newbie you know and this was going to be a character that 
if I had stayed on the show, would have gone on. Because we set the thing up, as I noticed now, I've been watching the episodes. <laughs> I can see what we were laying in. I had, I had her with the boss's daughter. How could you go wrong? I mean, you know. Right. We're going to get into that. But yeah. I mean, but I mean, she just was exactly when she came into the room. She just exactly had what we wanted. I mean, she had some class to her. She was, you know, again, we had this whole storyline, which we'll talk about the second family. But we wanted, you know, the Mexico City thing. It just gave it the distance and the weight because Mexico City is a very cosmopolitan place. And she grew up in Virginia. And now yourself, where did you grow up? So I grew up in Guadalajara, Mexico. So oh. I grew up between Guadalajara and, and San Diego County. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. not quite as yeah. cosmopolitan as Mexico <laughs> City, as we all know. But Which hey, is- come on. <laughs> I love Mexico <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. she came in there. She just, you know, she's had a verve about her and a confidence about her. And uh, it wasn't even close. Did you uh, read from Mr. Spelling? I'm trying to remember now. Let's, before we before we get into that, let's talk about let's talk oh. about I want I want I want to ask her about all that stuff and walking into the world. But okay. let's talk about because we're going to talk about Bill Taylor here. Right. You know, and yes. and, and John Riley. It's important, I think, up top to note, uh, you know, he passed away. Uh, what was it last week, Larry, that that happened? Yes. Yeah. Uh, very sad to hear. I know him from General Hospital, too. I used to watch that growing up. Um, Larry, I want to ask you about John Riley coming into the show. Um, and I want to ask Sherry about what they how built, how the character of Kelly's dad played in. But I want to ask you about, was he somebody that uh, would have to audition? No. No. Yeah. He, was, he was an offer. He is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look, like I said, I've said this before, but in the traditional way that a stage troupe would go around. There'd be a leading man, there'd be a juvenile, there'd be an ingenue, and there'd be a leading lady. And he was the leading man in that great tradition. He would mm-hmm. play all those leading parts, and he played them for decades. Yeah. It never goes away when you're a leading man. You can play it into your 70s. Mm-hmm. And he just had that Irish charm that, you know, you know it just I have no idea his, his history as an actor going beyond the TV stuff. But, you know, he had the cleft in his chin, the, the, the look there. And, yeah, I mean, I had known him. I've been aware of him for years, although I never had worked with him before. I, I had to go back to see if he had done Chips maybe or Knight Rider, but no, he hadn't. But, uh, you know, he had done Dallas. He had done a Dynasty. Sure. And General so, Hospital. Yeah. Casting Bill Taylor, a character that, we had never established that was a great day. And we discovered, you know what? They never established Bill Taylor. They have him a like right. brief moment at the graduation in season three. But they know, we know we can, we have a free shot here. We can cast him and bring him in the source of Kelly's dysfunction. And, and so it worked out for there. So it's, it's going to be a major character. So, you know, we wanted someone who's going to bring a lot of gravitas and, and, you know, right away, we know he's someone to, you know, to be reckoned with. And now, so we got the offer. I mean, spelling, I'm sure gave us that gave it to him. Now, who who, yeah. who who says that? Like, what about John Riley? Do you like? What well, I'm, that I'm sure you know someone. Maybe the casting at that time. I don't think it was Tony, but certainly uh, Diane Young. You know, and going over this, or maybe Paul Wagner might have uh, had a run up by Mister Spelling, say we're going to cast a uh, you know Kelly Taylor's father. Do you have any thoughts? You know, and and then he'll go through all his old friends basically, and which is fine. You know, the Love Boat. I mean, I don't know if he was on the Love Boat, but every actor probably on the Love Boat. So. Uh, and you know, and I just think it came down. Maybe, maybe Diane made a short list and, and gave it to Paul, who gave it to Spelling, because pretty much it was a fait accompli when we got it. I went, I went, oh yeah, great. I mean, John Riley, yeah, absolutely, perfect. That's cool. All right, you know? so for, for for Professor Sherry, and yeah. we're we're rolling with this, by the way. You've got a other name. We're just keeping rolling with Professor Sherry. When you're on the uh, Beverly Hills No <laughs> Show, you're Professor Sherry. Out of here, uh, you can be what you uh, want. Teen dramology. <laughs> yes, thank uh, you. It's such an honor. I'll take the honorary degree anytime. Well, so you, we, you know, Larry and I were like scratching our heads. Of when was Bill Taylor first brought in? So yeah. Larry said, "You got to ask Sherry, Professor Sherry. She'll know this." <laughs> yeah. uh, so when was this? Talk me through, go into the archives in your brain yes. of 90210. How did they bring Kelly's dad in? So he's first mentioned in a significant way in the season one episode, Perfect Mom, which you guys have discussed before. It was written by Darren Starr. It's the first episode where we really see Jenny Garth shine and kind of take a prominent role in the storyline. And he comes up in a scene where Kelly's arguing with Jackie. It's our first introduction to Jackie Taylor, and she's getting back on drugs and alcohol. And Kelly says something like, 
you know, mom, like if you're getting high again, you know, like you're going to get your alimony cut off. And that's the, the first reference we get to him, but there's no name attached to it. And then the next season in the camping trip episode, Steve talks about his parents' divorce. Kelly says how her parents are divorced and they both kind of say the ages at which their parents divorced, which was really young for both of them. We learned Kelly was just two or three years old at the time. Then in season three, Kelly finds out her dad is coming to town and she doesn't really get to spend a lot of time with him ever. He's just always involved with his business and a life that doesn't include her. So she gets her hopes up really high about this mm. visit, even though history shows she's most likely going to be disappointed. Sure enough, that's what happens. She stood up and she he doesn't even have the nerve to call her. Instead, his secretary calls her and says, Kelly, your dad's very sorry, but mm. he just couldn't meet you. And she's crying at the peach pit and she's comforted by Dylan. I remember this, that. This takes place after their hookup over the summer, but before Dylan and Brenda break up. And so that was just a little nugget for the for the Kelly Dylan fans, a reason well, to well, they bring shared, the They shared uh, dysfunctional fathers. I mean, it's yes. a bond on it. Exactly. Uh, it could be a non-romantic, you know, uh, scene. Now, we do see yeah. it. We do see a Bill um, That yeah. happens at the end of season three, as Larry said, in the two-parter commencement. And so during the graduation ceremony, Kelly starts to tear up. And Steve says, like, something like, it's either Steve or David says something like, I didn't know you were so sentimental. And she says, no, you don't understand. My father's here, which just was immensely touching to her because, again, he has been established as this absentee father. And the camera pants the audience and zooms in on this man who's, to me, looks like in his 60s or 70s, like you would never expect him to be the father of this 17 year old girl. And he just kind of nods as if they had like some kind of eye like connection. Yeah. And then he's only seen again, very briefly after the ceremony, Kelly says to Dylan, you know, guess what I'm doing. And Dylan says dinner with your mom. She goes, and my dad. Wow. And the camera pans to Jackie and Bill. The this sneak Bill this extra <laughs> talking, and he has no dialogue. No disrespect so to that man. <laughs> there's no not there's, Bill Taylor we came to no. know. Right, yeah. And so then the first meaningful introduction is season six, fade in, fade out. And if I can ask Larry a question, two questions to get going on that. One is when you're breaking the story for season six, did you know that you were going to use this as a catalyst for Kelly to have a drug addiction because that's what the end of this episode hinges upon. And what was the strategy of deciding to bring Bill in, but only using him for one episode at this point? Before you answer that question, I want to show you a clip from yeah. uh, that episode with uh, where, and this is just a bunch of stuff that happens in fade in. And yeah, fade I was going to say one thing uh, before we get to that, yeah. it's really important. Did you do the arrival of Bill Taylor? Yes, I have him coming off the plane. Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's again, that's really something you know I, I was proud of. You want to deliver characters into the picture, important ones, and give them something, some thrust into it. And you got a guy with a private jet. Let it roll, baby. Yeah, I don't know if the private jet is in here now that I think. Oh, no, no. Too long. Okay. Before I answer Sherry's question, I just want you, yeah. since we're not going to see that clip, again, when since we've never seen this character before, there's a certain amount of pressure you want to put on yourself to deliver the character into the series in a way that is memorable. And I remember having that argument. We're going to make a whole day at this private uh, jet terminal because I want to have this guy delivered. <laughs> and, and we did it. And, and it. and it really works. Again, it's, you know, I mean, uh, Dylan's father had his boat. And this guy, you got his plane. You know, again, it's a Beverly Hills show. You got you can't just have him walk in the door and show up at the door. Hi, I'm Bill Taylor. Again, that's not going to cut it. That's what a weak show does. We're not weak. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you the the actor. Are you aware of something like that? The the extra played Bill Taylor somewhere at the end of season three. Do you say to you like there is a Bill Taylor or yeah, you actor. oh yeah, absolutely yeah. But he said yeah, but it's a free shot because it was an uncredited part. It was nothing. So you guys don't care about it. It's just like we'll just recap. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, there was nothing there to worry about. It's just look at you know again when you're trying to create the as Chuck and I always say we're doing thirty two hours a year. You know you need to generate stories and you need mm. again for there to be real cause and effect. And, and this, you know, mm -hmm. you have parents to play with and bring in and family. It's, you know, you've got some emotional tie. The character's got stakes, you know? 
Yeah. So it's All right. So let's let's play fade in, fade out. If anyone is watching and can send me a picture of the other extra, that would be really great. I didn't pull that. All right. Where are you, Todd? I miss you. What did you think of my letter? Well, it depends. Did you mean it? Which part? The part about staying here in L.A. Yes, I did. I. Uh, it's about time we got to know each other again. So, uh, what do you say? I say, welcome back, Dad. It's good to be at home, brother. So I heard your um, dad's coming into town, huh? Yeah, yeah, he flew in this morning. We're going to get together tonight. Is that good or bad? Uh, I don't know. I could be on a disaster course, or I could be getting back the parent I've been missing all these years. Well, let's hope for the latter. Your mother wasn't using anything I didn't use. In those days, we all got drunk or high or whatever was around. Whenever we could. It's sex drugs and rock and roll. Boy, are we stupid. What do you think? Well, I am sold, but he is the one you have to convince. Say the word. I'll have at least drawn up by tomorrow. Well, Candace, since uh, you put it that way, sign me up. All right. I like your style, Helen. I try. Trying doesn't cut it. Ready? Mm hmm. I'm glad you were able to turn your life around, Jack. It's great seeing you doing so well. You know, I have to admit, Bill, that when Kelly told me you were coming back to town, I warned her about you. <laughs> well, I guess I deserve that. <laughs> To my parents. To our daughter. Who hopefully will not make the same mistakes we did. Thanks, Dad. So that's a little bit of fade in, fade out. That's what everything that happened. <laughs> that was a really good synopsis of the storyline. Except for the entrance of Bill Taylor coming down. <laughs> the that Again, that's what we paid for, okay? Yeah. I'm very happy job. to see Yoshi has joined us. I know, yeah. Yoshi joins it for you, Sherry. <laughs> um, you know, the other, you know, Bill, you can just see, the minute you see him, he's just he's got, you know, he's just got presence. He's got gravitas. and But it's also, he's a scoundrel. He's, you know, Kelly's bad, bad dad. And I don't know. I just said uh, there's some nice stuff between them there. I, I also have to say, I, I love how uh, Jenny looks in this show, too. I mean, I, I yeah. don't think I'm a favorite of short hair, but I really keep uh, liking the season six stuff for her. Now, to answer Sherry's question about the drug addiction thing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we knew we were going there. And then we got, again, you got to, you know, you got to get there. Uh, you got to earn that moment. You got to have, you know, real reasons for stuff. And, and what better way than the father, you know, just abandoning her yet again. But the nice thing is, and again, something which we, we didn't realize at the time, which we did just pulled out in season seven, was the reason why he really was not there. Yes. Which was because George. we discover he has another family. And right. the mother's having surgery. His other wife is having surgery. And that's why he just goes in. It wasn't such a flake. So, I mean, we try to redeem him. But, again, we just try to be – it's like we were living with the characters in a lot of ways. We just tried to make those things seem real. And so we took a lot of time with that. And I want to give you some props because we did watch season eight and we'll get into that later. But, uh, you know, you put so much thought into all of this. There's so much layered into this particular episode with Bill Taylor. There's a lot about don't make the same mistakes we did. There's a lot of foreshadowing to the, the road that uh, Kelly is about to go down. So how important is adding some of that texture in there, Larry? Well, I mean, again, when we're trying to, you know, in the Chuck would always say on the, on the scripts, uh, he wasn't there at this point, but we, we follow the tradition, fuller, richer, deeper, F-D-R. And you're, you're a writer now. I mean, I mean, this is, and you're, this is, you just got to push yourself a little bit and question, I mean, we, you know, and try to question yourself. But we all, at that bunch of us, really loved the show and loved the characters. So, they were real to us in a certain way. So we, we knew we had to generate story, but we wanted it to be within the characters. So, you know, we kind of knew that Kelly was, you know, she was a kid who grew up with an absentee father. So it's always like a thing. You're always waiting to pull that string back. It's, you know, you got some psychological damage that's going to happen that you can always use it as a writer. 
And uh, so, yeah, then we just brought Bill back. And I'm not quite sure why we only had him one at that point. But I think it could have been availability also, you know. And and also, we just didn't need him at that point yet. I mean, you know, we had enough stuff. We were going down the road, the drug road there. Mm -hmm. And that goes into the tower road. And then that goes into... like she gets oh, back, to, gets back to Brandon at the end of the season. She and it goes into Ruth. Um, yeah. And thank you for chilling with us as we <laughs> set that that tone. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? I, but before we move on, I just want to okay. say a, a, a shot of another friend of mine was in this thing, Elaine Joyce. Okay. Elaine Joyce played Candace, the real estate lady there. Mm-hmm. Elaine okay. Joyce, a very famous Broadway actress, also the last wife of Neil Simon. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, and just she's a delight. Um, so she's still around. She, I'm sure she's still delightful. And yeah, was just, I had forgotten she was in it. Oh my God, it's Elaine Joyce. By the way, normally <laughs> Elaine Joyce would come right onto the screen right now, but we didn't think about it. <laughs> I didn't think about it. You know, she would have liked that. You know, she yeah. and, and that's a callback because she's in the beginning of season six as well. That's correct. She sells the wall shop. She sells the oh, that's right. Again, again, you know, I have to confess that was my character. So I get a character payment when she comes back. So, of course, we're using a real estate agent. We're using my character. Is is Joy Taylor your character payment as well? Uh, Joy Taylor enters in gift wrapped. And so is Lori McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. I, I certainly, you know, had a lot to do with envisioning the character and what we wanted from the character and, and creating it. And I said, now we can move to gift wrap because we, we don't, we put the father on hold. Yeah. Now, now it's now it's Christmas time. And, right. You know, again, we got to really pull out the stuff for Christmas. You got to have a special episode. It's going to have some heart in it. It's going to have some stuff. And uh, we started thinking about that Bill Taylor guy again, how we could really screw around with Kelly's uh, psyche. Yeah. And uh, and we, you know, we thought about Bill, but then the idea of bringing in another, you know, just her sister there. And and again, in the casting of this thing for the psych gag in the beginning, I had forgotten. It was really important to us that when we first see her, we think, oh, it could be his wife, his girlfriend. We don't know. And so, oh, yeah. good. You got to have that clip because yeah. that's a lovely moment. So again, I think we deliver you okay because we don't know who you are. It's not like you're just this pedestrian. Yeah. This is Joy, my sister. We give you a, a stuff and, and Sherry knows she's seen this a billion times in soap <laughs> opera. So it's a hard, it's a hard seat to do. You know, without the organ going, dun, dun. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought we did okay with it. <laughs> I want to ask uh, Ruth, yeah. let's get into this. Um, you coming into the, and thank you for being here. It's awesome to have you. You do look so beautiful. You don't look at exactly you, you, the same. same. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you about coming into the world of 90210. You probably auditioned for this at some point. Uh, what is your memories of getting into all of this? From the audition process, um, I remember that I had like three callbacks um, for this role. And uh, Larry, you were asking earlier if I had uh, auditioned for for Aaron Spelling. And I did, I, I did the last audition. I just remember it was some high rise somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> board, yeah. But uh, I think there were like maybe four of us for that final call. And remember, like a bunch of people sitting on a couch. Long um, couch, yeah, I was long, one of them. I would have long been one couch of them. with a lot of people there, and uh, and that was the last uh, the last audition. So, yeah, it was one of my first jobs, like Larry mentioned earlier. So it was pretty amazing to to get this role. I was, of course, like super happy to be able to join the team and play. Yeah. So when you get this uh, this thing, were you aware of Beverly Hills 90210? Are you like, do you know? Th- I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it, but do, are you a fan of it? Do you watch it? Yeah, I do watch it. I am a fan of it. My sister's a super fan of it. Um, so for her, it was like, you know, even more so. I think that's one of the things, right? When like you love the show, but like your sister, your relative or somebody else is like, and your family is like super into it. It just makes it that more special. Because you get to like bring them into this world because of your experience with it. Um, so for me, it was very special because of that. So were you already familiar then with Kelly and Bill's backstory, or did you have to learn how you were fitting into the equation? No, I had a sense from what I remember because I did watch the show. So I had a sense of the story. I had a sense of the characters for sure. So uh, so so yeah, I didn't have to do like that part of like you know doing that much research you know i'm wondering just before we get the whole thing so you were born and grew up in guadalajara 
so how did you get to Hollywood? And, and you speak English so well. And how, how is this happening? So I moved here as a kid. I moved here uh, to uh, San Diego County as a kid, went to school here. Uh, so I moved to L.A. right out of high school uh, from uh, down in North County. And uh, I moved to L.A. I didn't know anybody. I had a, a, a modeling agent at the time. That's like who brought me into town. That's how I got here. And uh, and then I did some work in uh, at Universal as a PA. Oh. Then got an agent, and this was one of my first jobs. Yeah, so that's how it Do you remember the casting process of Joy Taylor? Do you remember any of that? I, you know, I remember the first uh, time we saw her, which was in, would have been in Paul's office, uh, Paul Wagner's office. And I, and I and if I think back, I mean, I always wanted her. So I, it was, sometimes you had to bring other people in and then just hope. And you'd, you'd try to show them in a certain way that you kind of would always get your thing at the end. <laughs> but uh, it's because, you know, Mr. Spelling was going to sign off on it. And, but one thing I have to say, because if you got brought up in Mr. Spelling's office, you had to pass a pretty hard test of pulchritude because sometimes he would go like well the eyes are too close together evil 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 (laughs) like one little thing wrong like you know one the you know ears are a little bit too well no 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 you know he he was really pretty you know things would really bother him and people would just be out quickly you know (laughs) or maybe there's a kissing problem that could have happened Uh, well that well then you'd hire people to be a kissing problem i felt bad but you did seem to kiss well we'll get to that there is a kiss for you had later on because i was following that if we gave you a kiss in this thing all right let's but but anyway she does deliver it she does show up in this restaurant scene and you've got some clip on this and and you know kelly has no idea of this existence at all i love the way you guys wrote this and the way you bring her in here is here is that scene Hi. Taylor, 8 o'clock. Ah, yes, the rest of your party's already here. Follow me, please. Here you are, ma'am. Bon appetit. Oh, there must be some mistake. Kelly? My name's Joy. Won't you sit down? Where's my father? Still in New York. Something last minute. You know how he is. Yes, I do. I thought we could still have dinner, just the two of us. I have been dying to meet you. My father blows me off and sends his girlfriend to break the news. I didn't think it was possible, but he has outdone himself again. I'm not his girlfriend. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you married? Should I call you mom? Not his wife, either. Kelly, Bill Taylor is my father, too. I'm your sister. My sister? Wow. Can I tell you, I just got chills watching that. Nice. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. But yeah, I mean, you know, by saying Bill Taylor's my father, too, it kind of takes the curse off, you know. I remember as a young actor, I got to say, something is rotten in the state of Denmark. I was playing like one of those, the, the early guys. I think it was like the worst job in the world. But yeah, this is it's tough, but you did a beautiful job in there. And you know, again, we buy it all we're with Kelly at that moment. What did Bill do? He left, you know, he, he brought some bimbo with him. And like, oh my God. Yeah, so it's lovely. I wanted to ask you, Ruth, um, about shooting that scene. Do you have memories of doing some of that? That scene in particular, I I, I think that was the first scene we shot um, for this uh, for 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 me in this episode. Um, so, uh, I mean, the details I can't remember so many moons ago, but I just remember that I it was I felt so at ease. Um, I'm not sure if Jason Priestley directed this episode. I know he directed. He did. He did. He did because I think he directed the other uh, episodes that I did as well. And I just remember that he was just so good at making me feel comfortable and just relaxed, completely at ease. So I was able to play and Jenny was super sweet. So yeah, I just remember feeling very comfortable there. Well, that brings us to oh, a question. Kevin, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Inch did it. Kevin Inch directed it. Okay. Michelle wanted to know how was it work? Uh, how was it working with Jenny Garth? Oh yeah, well she was just very nice, and like what Larry was saying, everybody had been working together for so many years. I believe this was yeah season seven mm-hmm. uh, that I came in to play, and just nice, easy, friendly. I mean, yeah, it, it just they made it very easy for me to like come on board. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's see. I got oh, another. Experience. Go ahead. I What's mean, that? I mean, the whole experience that that I had there—that was that was uh, it was I a think, really good memory. What about her wardrobe? I think the wardrobe was pretty good. Yeah. Any uh, wardrobe notes from uh, <laughs> from Sharon? You just you just have this very classy look that's, to that's you. What I was there was an air of sophistication, and there I think you exuded like a quietness that came off as charming, <laughs> and that made you very disarming to someone who could be put off finding out that there was this secret child that her father fathered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some nice stuff between them as we get into this episode. Yeah, I'm going to show in a couple more clips from this episode. Give right. What's up. great is that you didn't go the cliche adversarial route where mm -hmm. they like turned into enemies. Well, let me say one thing because Bill's not in this episode. Right. But, correct. But we feel he is because one, like one, one way to build character is have other people talk about them. That's how, mm -hmm. as writers, we get to build character up by seeing what people's perception of him and what people really feel about somebody. So that I thought we were successful in this episode mm -hmm. for that. We gave Bill life. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Here, let's take a look in the, as the story's developing and as as well. Kelly, just in, in fairness, Sherry, Kelly was going down the Mean Girl route at first. She was starting to. I'm talking about Kelly. Yes, but right. then but then yeah. Ruth is so designed. Or yeah. joy is so, <laughs> so disarming that right. you're, she realizes I, I can't hate this girl. Right. So here's that, and here's a part of that. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming. Thank you. So glad you called. I wasn't sure you were going to. Well, I wasn't going to. Still, a friend of mine reminded me that my problem isn't with you; it's with my our father. So then, you're not close to him. That would be an understatement. I'm surprised. He talks about you all the time. He does? Every time I'd be with him, he'd always have a new story about my sister in Beverly Hills. So where are you from? Mexico City. My mom's family goes way back there. You don't speak with an accent. My dad. I mean, our dad. Why don't we just call him Bill? Bill sent me to school in Virginia. I've spent a lot of time in the States. That's nice. So you probably spent a lot of time with him. More when I was little. But um, for the last few years, he sort of shows up for a crisis, and that's it. Uh -huh. With me, he uh, shows up, causes the crisis, at least. Thank you. That last time I saw him, he said that he was moving here, and he was going to settle down, and I was going to have a father again. And he bailed. I knew about that. That's the time my mom had surgery. That's why he had to leave L.A. And it was the last time I saw him, too. So is your mom okay? So far, so good. Good. <laughs> it looks like we have a lot in common. That's what I was hoping. I think Bill was, too. Let's not get too sentimental over the old man. Yeah. I, um... Uh, Got a message that he's due in tomorrow morning, just in time to ruin our Christmas. Ah, good. Well, here's to him not showing. I'll drink to that. You're okay, sis. So are you. Really, really yeah. great stuff. Larry, from your perspective, what is your motivation to have Bill always tell Joy about her sister, but that he kept it a secret from Kelly almost paradoxically. Hmm. <laughs> We're deconstructing this, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, well, a lot, of, a lot of what we did with Bill was deconstructing, but I just think we wanted, we wanted her to like her sister. Basically. That was one of the main goals. And we liked the fact that, that she was always in the, and first of all, we find out later. I mean, they showed you find out stuff that Jackie knew, you know, Jackie, knew, yes. in this episode. so it's like, uh, you know, I think what it is, is it just shows how much in a way that he, he, how he viewed her, that she couldn't handle the truth. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, whereas perhaps is Mexico city where things are more cosmopolitan in a certain way, <laughs> she could handle it. That's the only thing I can say is I think it, the mother's protective of, of, of Kelly, as she talks about later. And Bill was too, not to tell the truth. But at the same time, he has a second family. He's not married to Jackie anymore, so it's not like he's a bigamist. <laughs> so he certainly could have told her. But I think, I just think they didn't want to hurt her. And then it just becomes a thing where you just don't, you know, you just, 
Sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, the truth hurts. We've all seen King Lear. You know, we don't <laughs> want to always tell the truth. Um, so, yeah, it just became that. But it was another way to, to make Kenny, Kelly uh, vulnerable, I guess. And, and in a way, when I think about it now, I think, though, the fact she couldn't handle the truth, probably. Mm. Mm. Ruth, I'm curious for you, uh, finding Joy Taylor as an actor, um, I, how much backstory are you giving about her? And, uh, you know, are you developing things? What is it like for you to find her? Well, I, I had what I had on the script, right, from this one episode. And uh, just when the writing, I think when the writing is good, you have so many clues in the script, right, for you to develop this, this character that you just, like, are able to like use that to find her motivation. And I knew that, you know, like Larry was saying, is like Kelly liked her. Uh, she wanted to, she wanted her sister to like her. I mean, Joy wanted her sister to like her, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for whatever reason that, you know, her sister didn't know. Um, it's like now's the time. And Joy also knows that the dads got things going on, right? I think Joy's a lot more aware of her father's like life. Um, at least that's what I, you know, think than 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 Kelly maybe did. Um, so she had more of a reason to want to spend time with him and maybe be a little bit more forgiving and so forth. Bring the family back together. Bring Kelly back into like you know the whole reality of it. Um, I think that's where her her maybe warmth comes from. The sense of family. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we have, we bring. Uh... We bring uh, Kelly's mom. Jackie gets to sit at the table uh, at the uh, at the gospel brunch and give you know one of my great things. Uh, the you know the blind boys of Alabama. Do you remember seeing them there? That should be fun. Yeah, uh, I didn't pull that clip. I'm so sorry, but I do have another clip. Well, what, well the clip. What's fun is that uh, you know we have the, now a moment where Jackie Taylor uh, or Ann Gillespie gets to sit with the two. Mm -hmm. two, two I'm girls. about to play that. That's what I'm about. Oh, to yeah, we have that clip. Great. Yeah, okay. I can have that. Yes. Yes. I feel. I feel like this is a clip show, but uh, and Chuck would love this week's episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so you do get to play, and being a fan of 90210, Ruth, you get to start playing now outside of just Kelly, because it feels like you do a lot with Jenny, which is very cool, but now you get to play a little bit with Jackie. So here is... Here's this scene. So I guess you got the same message as me. Ah, uh, sure did. Dad's not coming. Hmm. Well, I hope he's somewhere having a really bad day. Well, if I decide to go to school here in the fall, he'll have to show up eventually. But I hope you do. He doesn't. Oh my God, that's her. She's beautiful. This is so hard for me, Mel. I knew this day was going to come. Well, it's here. Just be honest. It's all you can do. Hi, Kelly. Huh? And you must be Joy. I'm Jackie Taylor. It's a pleasure to meet you. Well, I guess I don't have to ask where your father is. Seeing the two of you here together, I have to tell you how good it makes me feel. And I probably don't deserve that. No, actually, you don't. Please, Kelly, give her a chance. I know I should have tried to bring the two of you together a long time ago. But I had my own agenda. That was wrong. And I apologize. What do you think? Should we forgive her? No, I think we ought to let her squirm a little longer. Well, I've been squirming for 20 years. What's one more minute? <laughs> so there we have it. Yeah. Um, Ruth, what well, is that like, that experience of now you're kind of seeing these characters, not just Kelly, because you can do that, but now you're working with some of the others. I mean, can you imagine being a fan of the show? Then all of a sudden you're in the show, and not only are you with like one character, one storyline, but you're like in the middle of it. <laughs> like, what is happening here? <laughs> and you're at the Peach Pit after dark, just iconic yeah. location, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, let's start with that. Um, so that was pretty. That was pretty cool to be, you know, in the middle of all that, um, and just fun to get to play and and. Um, I was actually thinking that if the character were to come back 
further. I'm like, oh, she's gonna have like, you know, more of a, uh, maybe there's like a dark side to her that will develop later oh, on. Oh, oh of course, it. there have to be. You know, oh, you know what, I, listening to that now, we did have these ideas and obviously, yeah. uh, I didn't continue with the show, so right. oh, but, uh, that was uh, yeah. that yeah. was certainly yeah. up there to have another, you know, to bring in some younger characters. So you so, have this episode. Tara asks a great question, Ruth. What was it like working with Anne? Anne played you, Jackie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't. I it's it's been a few it's cool. months. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, again, like super sweet, just super easy. Um, I think that's one of the really. Uh, solid memories that I have of this whole experience of working on the show on just how easy it was. There weren't like, you know, egos and people, you know, doing, you know, weird personality issues. It was just like, it was like a team that actually just flowed. And Jackie uh, or Anne was a part of that. Just came in nice, professional, kind. You know, I think you can see that in the scene, right? I think you can see that in the work when, when people are, you know, get along and, and it's just not difficult. Well, I mean, you're working off each other's behavior, which really seems yeah. real then. I mean, yeah. it's a, it, which is what acting and reacting, you know. Is a and that bit. scene has warmth to it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like. And again, it's the Christmas episode. We really right. wanted that. Right. So and Larry, it, yeah. you have this in December. At that point, it airs in December, I should say. At that point, right. do you know you're bringing Joy back all the way in May? Um, She's, you know, in the back, you know, we have her in the bullpen, so to speak. You know, again, you know, we probably don't have the uh, the last episodes worked out, probably okay. at that point. Certainly I, not. I want to go to move off this episode because we do at you know we want I want to talk a little bit more about John Riley and what he did on the show. We are going to move to the end of the season, right? And he is going to come back in a couple of ways. He's going to throw a big Roaring Twenties party, which also uh, Joy or Ruth is going to be at. But before he does this, he gets into a whole thing with Valerie, um, mm. where Valerie invests with a guy that used to work for uh, the for Bill Taylor and has swindled her money. Uh, Larry, are, is it like we know uh, we know John is coming back for the ending? So let's throw this yeah. other th you know let's give him another thing right before well, that. You know. I got to say a little bit, the uh, storytelling, I think, spun a little bit out of control, a little bit, uh, you know, but uh, circumstances being what they were. But uh, I think we knew we were going to bring John back because, you know, we, we were going to have this big, big party and we, and we were going to bring Joy back. And like I said, the more I think about it now, Joy, you know, uh, I had big plans for Joy. So it certainly did. So. You've had a good career. It's all right. We we didn't go down that road. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to get all bitter. Could have been right. We had time um, for bitterness later. I, but, I, yeah. I had forgotten. Right. That. I had forgotten that we had set her up to go to school. Though I had forgotten the CU thing. I you know seeing it now, but I mean, we knew again. We were bringing back Bill, and we kind of thought you know again we could use him to a big party and uh, also to get Valerie in the middle of this whole Kelly thing. You know, you know, again, Valerie was a disruptor. So any way right. we could kind of use Valerie to disrupt. And I, I don't think it's the greatest storyline in the world. Oh, but I was going to say, you know, listen, I love Valerie's dis disrupting behavior. This one always felt like she, she kind of crossed the line here. You know what I mean? Knowing that how, how sensitive Kelly was about her dad and, you know, trying to wedge in and get him to cancel plans and all of this stuff on Kelly. I always thought this one was a little bit. This was this was strong Valerie play. Like I said, I. I uh, but then again, I guess state of mind wise, she's gonna like try to kill herself. Also true. Uh, so you know, so maybe there's that. But yeah, like I said, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't one of my favorite storylines. Looking at it now, it was I'm gonna still play. Uh, and there was a lot of stuff going on at that point, and. Uh, I a can't wait to ask you about, about I want to ask you about some of that. But um I want to play the, the stuff that Bill or John does with Tiffany and then the whole the whole fallout at the restaurant. I think I, I might have spliced some clips together for everybody that's following. No, who Go wrote ahead. this episode? Do you know, Sherry? I don't off the top of my head, but it does I, I, I it do. Does... I do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's the story. Here we go. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm calling Valerie Malone. Uh, this is Valerie. 
Miss Malone, I'm uh, Bill Taylor, and I have no idea what I've done to deserve such lovely flowers, but whatever it is, you're very welcome. Well, it's not what you've done, but what I hope you're going to do. I'm an investor. Are you? Yeah, listen, I, I don't mean to be forward, but I'd really like to meet the man that I've entrusted my life savings with. Hmm, uh, your note mentions dinner tonight. Unfortunately, I already have plans, but let me assure you, your money will be well cared for. Well, that's what Kelly tells me. You know Kelly? Know her. We're really good friends. She's the one who told me to invest with you. I'm surprised she hasn't mentioned it. Well, maybe she'll say something about it tonight. She's the one I'm having dinner with. Oh, gosh, uh, I'm really sorry. I, I feel like a complete idiot asking you to cancel on Kelly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm meeting Kelly here at my hotel at 8 o'clock. How about you and I meet at 7.30, get work out of the way, and when Kelly arrives, we can all have a drink together before dinner. Well, I'd love to, but I don't want to impose. Oh, nonsense. Helping out a friend of Kelly's is no imposition. Derek speaks very highly of you. Derek Driscoll. Half of what he says is true. I know my life savings is in the right hands. How do you know, Derek? Right over there, miss. Oh, Kelly, honey. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. How's my girl, huh? Kelly, what the hell are you doing here? Um, it's nice to see you, too. Just having dinner with my financial advisor. I thought we were having dinner. We are, honey. Uh, uh, Valerie called about some uh, investment advice earlier, and I told her to meet me here. You invited her? <sighs> Boy. So Come this overlaps with... with Kelly's miscarriage is in the same episode. Right, that's right. That's a very va value. Very He's already in a vulnerable state. And I was right. also just wondering, as, as also a Brandon Kelly fan, what spurred the miscarriage storyline and then what spurred it intersecting with the Bill storyline? I, uh, I plead ignorance. Okay. I, I don't. <laughs> you know, I wasn't happy with what I saw, basically, in there. So, okay. You know. You know, when we did thirty-two, when you do thirty-two a year, you're gonna have some stuff that doesn't work. You know, we, we always allowed ourselves two episodes to suck, <laughs> and, uh, and I thought that one sucked. So, well, yeah. I I personally did always like. Miscarriage I have to see the line. I thought I it was moving. Okay, well, I'm glad. No, look, I, I don't remember the miscarriage thing. I think uh, I I have to see. I didn't see the whole of the. I only watched mm -hmm. the story. Uh, the uh, Bill Taylor and Joy Taylor. Yeah. Storyline, so I didn't really see. Uh, I don't remember what happens with the with the Kelly and Brandon in this at the end of this season. Uh, I think they stay together, don't they? But Valerie's got to yeah. live at the house. Valerie ends up like uh, shagging Steve at the party. Uh, yes. right. Yeah, Claire leaves. You know, we threw that. I mean, again, I was trying anything to, to keep people happy. Steve, you can go shag Valerie. Yeah, that's good. You know, I mean, anything. You know. All right. Well, this Larry got it got away. We're circling around a big a big conversation to have here, and we've talked about having this conversation. Sure. But the reason why that you really don't have some information on this is because at this point you were getting ready to leave the series as a writer. Your time uh, was yeah. I think officially I was told. I remember pretty well. I was right. I was in the middle of writing the last episode with mm -hmm. Phil Sabbath, who I dearly love, who's no longer here, and. Uh, I remember writing my favorite months bit, which is uh, he's going to drink a bottle of scotch for a sick kid at the hospital. He promised, you know, like the old Babe Ruth thing. It's like a totally perverted, you know, take on Babe Ruth. And I was feeling pretty good. And uh, Jonathan Levin and this other guy, Steve, I can't think of his last name, the other junior executive came down and said uh, they weren't going to be picking up my deal, but they expected me to finish producing the show through the end. And that was pretty it. I went, well, I kind of suspected because they weren't, you know, they weren't re-upping me, you know, and I also knew that, you know, the other people wanted to take my job. So, and they wanted to have a clean sweep leaving college. They wanted to have a new tone. The actors were bored. They wanted to have a different show. And so all the four of the producers who, you know, writer producers were the most important to the show, basically, that were not brought back. And, that's and they got a different show. They did. It's important to note that that happened, and that's why maybe you weren't as invested into these particular episodes. I, I was, but I was letting, uh, you know, I was letting the water, wherever people, I was trying to, you know, make everyone happy, basically. Right. Um, Speaking of I, which, graduation day, though, I'm, you know, looking at it now, the stuff I saw was, you know, I was moderately happy. I remember, like, going upstairs and saying to me, 
it's got to be a 20s theme party. I'm going like, what? <laughs> and like, you know, thinking about it now, I guess I should have like made it like the 120th anniversary of the school or something. Like, what the heck is it? Why are they having a 20s, but maybe a 50s party? I, could, I mean, I have no idea. Look, I mean, once I didn't have the Spice Girls. We all know the Spice Girls. Well, no, no. I want to, I want to, that's where I was going to go. I was going to first ask you. Larry, that, was, that was before I wrote, you know, that was Larry, what's your favorite stadium. Cardigan song? Do you have a favorite Cardigan song? I have none. No, I, 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 uh, I don't know anything about the cardigans. It's just no, okay. A, so, but this, this is this story you told really early on in the podcast for people that maybe did not first. did not. I did uh, tell first. Yeah, I've been. But that did not time. hear that on the pod. We only talk about the podcast here for people that did not hear about the podcast. Hear this on the podcast. Tell everybody what had happened with you, who you want it to be at the twenties party. Well, it wasn't the twenties party then. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, this was in the early, uh, you know, when I was telling what I was going to, I wanted to do for the final episode, all the different, you know, where we were going with the show. And I had been, uh, I can't remember how I got in touch with the Spice Girls manager, but they were going to be in town because we had, we always would try to find out who was going to be around. You know, if someone was going to be in town, it was easy to get them to maybe do a couple of days, and it was good for them. They sell a lot of albums, and and. I spoke to the Spice Girls manager. They were big fans of the show. They wanted to do the show. And I remember going upstairs and to having the production meeting or what the thing was with, uh, you know, with, you know, Mr. Spelling and uh, the lead actor who was going to be executive producer, whose credit is on the season eight. So you figure it out. Um, and I say, and for the party, we got the Spice Girls. <laughs> and I remember the person who's going to replace me say, that's exactly what's wrong with the show. That's why, you know, we just got to go in another room. But that's the, what we don't want. Right. And I said, oh, okay. So we don't want people to watch. I got it. I got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, what do I know? You know, I've just been doing broadcast television for 30 years. It's fine. Um, anyway, so that kind of was they used that, you know, to show that I was out of touch with what the show should be in the future. So they wanted to make it a different a different edgy thing or there wasn't going to be the same embrace of uh, which we, you know, the template we had created, which was a uh, emotion, passion, bonding, fun, uh, commotion, blonding, fashion, sun, you know, kind of a, all yeah. these little things, which we, you know, made the show kind of special. And, but they wanted, you know, look, they were all scared. They had been doing the show a long time. There was a lot of fear among the actors, even though it was a, a you know, a golden handcuff, so to speak. You know, they loved, uh, uh, the, you know, the, we did 32 a year. You got paid by the episode. So you made a fair bit of uh, money. And, but at the same time, you kind of felt like that was going to define you. No one knew it was going to be the biggest hit still 30 years later. You just thought that was going to be it. You know, you, you know, you were in a spelling show. And I think I've told the story and, and Chuck or Jessica or, Steve was here, could tell the story too. None of us worked for Fox ever again. Right. Okay. So mm. try to get your head around that. Yes. And that happened because of one man who's no longer with us, who ran the company. Mm. Mm. All right. Listen now. So, okay. So now we got the, we've got this finale coming. You're still going to be in this, right? And you're going to watch this episode or, you know, be a part of this, Larry. And you guys bring back, uh, Ruth is bring, being brought back because, you know, Bill Taylor's back again and he's going to throw this big bash. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got, no, look, I, I you know, I've said, I, you know, when I wrote the thing with the months, so I, I was almost done with the script. I had already had Ruth in there. She was going to be a school. I got her up with Randy Spelling and, you know, the, uh, mm -hmm. the Ryan character. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I've got everything set up. The only thing I feel bad is that I have to lose, uh, Kathleen Robertson, you know, that oh. came down that she wasn't going to come right back. to Pete's heart. Right there, so there. I thought we gave her a good way out. And again, she could have come back. You know, she's going to go to Europe again. It's we've done it before. I mean, we sent Brenda to London. So now she's going with her father to Paris or whatever. Didn't seem so bad. And it's a beautiful scene. I saw it again. I did. I couldn't help myself. And I watched it. Um, I felt I've got bad. a couple more clips. I want to show uh, Ruth here with Jenny. They when she she looks adorable. They go to the mall, and then they run into some goofballs. So here's 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 this. What are you gonna wear? I don't even know if Brandon and I are gonna go to this mysterious grad party. You have to. Oh, it's no big deal. You can still go even if I don't go. You have to be there, Kelly. It's for you. Dad's throwing the party. What? It's his graduation present for you. Jackie and I help with the guest list. Oh, no, I don't need this. He's just trying to make up for all those times he let you down. You gotta let him. 
The hits keep on coming, don't they? Now, I'm the problem. Please? It was supposed to be a surprise. I promised him I wouldn't tell you. I never knew you had a sister. Yep. Especially one so pretty. You're sweet. Come on, let's go. So, Joy, you here for the graduation? Yep. Great. I hope to see you again. Bye, Cal. I'm trying. Comedy there. So Jenny's pregnant here. So Ruth, does that affect anything with you guys filming scenes? Obviously, they blocked it so that the bag would be in front of her stomach. I'd forgotten about that. Me too. Wow. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, you're right. Now that you mentioned that, that's right. Wow. No, it didn't. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, so ago, but I do remember. I do what? remember that. Um, uh, not coming back. I rem I don't know if it was my agent. I don't remember what I heard that like the writer that had championed or was championing my character was not there anymore for, you know, after the season. I was like, no, I didn't know it was Larry. Yeah, it was me. The story, <laughs> now that story is concluded for you, Ruth. You Everything makes sense now. That story. It all makes sense. <laughs> all right. For Larry and then for Ruth, being pairing Joy with uh, Randy Spelling's character on the show, uh, where did you come up with that, Larry? And then for Ruth, desperation, desperate. You know, I'm trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to get in good with the old man. Yeah, it's just terrible. Um, but you know, I like I like Randy, he's, and he's been on our show. He's a wonderful kid, and I'm, I'm so you know, it's it's great to see he, what a man he's become. It's it's it's, it's wonderful. Uh, no, look, I, we liked this character generally. You know, it's, again, it was another family character. Steve's half brothers, and so it uh, seemed like a natural half brother, half sister. You know, uh, you know, uh, and so yeah, I thought there was some fun to be had there, and gives you someone. You know, I, I think we work into a kiss there, and you know, just trying to develop, you know, some younger people to keep, you know, keep the uh, the audience uh, invested in new characters. Uh, now, about for you, Ruth, working with um, Randy. Well, I thought we had some nice chemistry, like easy chemistry together. And uh, um, and like Larry said, is like, man, they're pairing me off with the boss's son. This can't be bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Larry, someone that we never talk about here. I don't know why it's just never coming up. But the Randy Spelling's, uh, the, the Austin, the, the other kid. Um, What's his name? I keep forgetting. His Travis name is Austin. Webster. Yeah. Travis, oh, yeah. Travis. Yeah, Travis. Travis yeah. Webster, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What was he like uh, writing for and working with? He's a little too broad for me. Uh, uh, you know, we just uh, just try to keep him down. You know, I was I didn't direct him. You know, we just wrote it. Uh, you know, to give him some you know comedy, and uh, he just kind of you know he's, he was a very rubber faced kid, which is cool. You know, and and it was good because uh, you know Randy played the the straighter of the two, and you know the the more sophisticated, the Abbott and Costello model. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, you know, it was because you know, but it was uh, he, they were good. I mean, especially good with Steve. They have some good plots. Uh, certainly, the one where Randy uh, over uh, he uh, you know he passes out alcohol, yes, poisoning. alcohol okay. poisoning. That's a pretty good yeah. episode. And no, Randy was a pleasure, you know. And uh, you know, so I was always happy to help him out. Of course, Our it was my, Alicia it was my character too. So I, I did get the character payment. Alicia has a couple of really good questions here. She wants to know if Joy, and you kind of touched on this. Was Joy supposed to be brought back on the show for a few, only for a few episodes, or were there ideas to bring her back? And that's, you know, we're exploring if you were there in season eight, would you have found a way to bring her back? Oh, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be, again, if you were in the family, you're going to be coming back. I mean, we could use you. Plus, you know, we had hardly scratched. Like she said, she, you know, she hadn't even had an addiction. She hadn't even had a, <laughs> a, bad, a bad boyfriend. You know? <laughs> she, we could have given her a bad boyfriend. They always have a bad At least. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was all, you know, there was tons of storylines there for her. There's no doubt. Larry, and then she also asked, was there ever any thoughts to put Jackie and Bill back together? Never. Yeah, that's a <laughs> smart move there. Uh, okay, and let me show this other clip here we have. This is this is a good, great Bill, Taylor, and Kelly. It's one of their last scenes together. I love, do you know who directed this, the graduation? Uh, yes, uh, Jason Priestley. My brother scored this. Uh, this uh, He scored actually gift wrap too, but he scored I was going to ask you if that was him. Yeah, yeah. All the, uh, yeah yeah, Fred Mullen, yeah, one of yeah. the great uh, Nashville producers. All right, let's take a look at this. Thank you for coming. I'm listening. It's funny, I, I, I don't know where to begin. Cardigan will be back soon now. Enjoy some 20s music. 
Okay, Kel, here goes. I know it hasn't seemed like it, but you are very important to me. I just want to be back in your life again. Why? Why now? Why not now? You're my eldest daughter. I'm very proud of you. And I love you. You uh, distrust me that much, huh? Yeah. Actually, I do. I deserve that. I know there are a lot of years of resentment that I have to overcome, and I'm trying. I, I, I just want another chance, that's all. It's not that easy. It can be that easy. If you let me in. Your sister Joy has, your, your mother Jackie has. Look, Joy and Jackie may be impressed with your sudden conversion. But for me, it's going to take a little bit more than throwing the biggest party on the block. All right, I understand that. But do me a favor, will you? Don't shut me out. One of these days, you're going to get married and start to raise a family. And... I don't want to miss that, too. Just stop, okay? Because you don't know anything about me. Uh, I wanted to, you know, ask you about about that. Um, you know, Shari brought before that, you know, there's that other storyline that's going on. And, you know, what she's saying is you don't know anything about me because she can't have a child. can't even have a family. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really nice stuff to see. I thought that their work was great. Um, Larry, this whole thing is really about John Riley and Bill Taylor. That's why we're all here. When you look back on those performances, what do you think? Well, yeah, I want to say one thing. I think... Um, uh, and Sherry can chime into this. I think Jenny was a big fan of John Riley. Uh, she talked about it in the podcast, her podcast. <laughs> yeah. It was really hard not to like him. She had to like dislike him in that scene, and he was so nice to her and, and such a charming man uh, uh, that she found it. You know, she had to really act uh, to you know to work it up there. But uh, again, he just he just has that presence, you know. So you can make that work with him. And the other thing I noticed when we had the other scene uh, before with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Ruth and, yeah. uh, and Jenny, yeah. uh, again, she knows that what's, what this whole party is about. She knows it's his last day because as we're going to find out, <laughs> Jenny's always the last one to know, but I think it's a legitimate thing. He wants to see her rather than feel pity for him. She wants to see genuinely like him for what he's done and it doesn't quite work out that way, but he just gets under the wire and does get her approval. But I, but it's interesting to me, you know, seeing it now that we did give the joy character being the more mature character <laughs> that can handle the truth. And the yeah. younger one of the two. Yeah, I, I, and I liked it. I was happy with it. Ruth, that. did you get to, I think you did a little bit with John, not much, but do you remember doing that? Oh, she was the whole day there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we spent the whole day there. And uh, as I was uh, re-watching the episodes, I mean, I hadn't seen him in such a long time. Like, oh, yeah, all those scenes. And I had several scenes with John. And I just he was just a gentleman. And he was just kind and Gentleman and yeah, just sweet. I I mean, I wish I had you know <laughs> juicier stories. To share no, with you, but that's all, I think that's all we know. So nice. These people were just uh, and, and John particularly, um, just very kind. Maggie wants to know. I'm just going to ask this briefly. Would you have written for Bill to stay in prison or come back as a changed man in season eight, Larry? If you had the helm, well, I mean. Uh, again, that was an idea that's sitting in the bullpen. It's always Bill's in prison. So if we need that, we can bring it back. You know, nothing was really for him. Had no master plan for Bill. But, you know, again, he was within arm's reach. You could always bring him back in and 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 get into Kelly's psyche a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, so that was always possible. But there was no firm idea there. You know, there was no inkling of it. Uh, and I want to ask you, uh, you did watch some season eight this week, and they did bring Bill Teller back a little bit. Um, that didn't go well on Patreon. 
You know, I had never seen a, a I, look, I had never seen graduation day uh, than, other than the Donna David thing at the end. I had never wow. watched it. So wow. that was kind of a hurtful experience, but, uh, but uh, watching eight. Yeah. I just, you know, again, there's stuff that we strive for as professional writers of this nighttime soap that tries to define it. And, it's like you have to earn moments. And I felt they, the storytelling was rushed, what was going on. And that bothers me. That's like Melrose to me. Not to say anything wrong with it. It's a different <laughs> style of show where you're right. burning off story much faster. You know, like I, you, we would say, and Jessica would say, and Chuck would say, we had a sign that said, kissing is good. And right. that meant basically slow play Take things don't don't have people jump into bed don't slow play and let the emotions be real let the audience be walking in the shoes of the characters a little bit you know so that with they're with it you're not jumping around and then that storyline you know i saw a clip from one episode and then the next episode and again you to me you never saw the couple ignite ignite and an example when you see steve uh sanders mother uh, Samantha Sanders and uh, Chancellor Arnold meet. They they bond playing the piano together and right. singing a Christmas song. And there's a moment you see, hey, this woman's pretty cool. Now, yeah. you got to do that work as an actor. You can't like have it off screen, right? So that's what was bothering me. I was getting, I was sensing that the storytelling was going a different direction, a direction that I don't, I don't have as much respect for. That's all. But I mean, not- the people gave it their all. I mean, I, I'm not gonna, you know, look, I'm not gonna criticize or bang on it. People like it. I don't want to hurt their enjoyment of it. Speaking of people that liked it, like some of season eight, Sherry is with us. Do you have a counterpoint to this brief counterpoint? Because we're coming to the close of the show. <laughs> people want to see us in Zoom. We do an after show. <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was intentionally rushed. I think that was, it was supposed to be an unearned storyline. It was supposed to be outlandish and crazy that these two dysfunctional parents, Abby Malone and Bill Taylor, would meet and rush into a relationship, an engagement, and a wedding without barely even knowing each other. It wasn't supposed to be a storyline of romance and of natural building and courtship. It was supposed to be, look at this inane thing that our parents are doing now. And if it happens, we, my enemy and I, are going to become siblings. And that's part of why... Yeah, I got that. But they were telling us everything. They weren't showing us anything. Again, it was, to me, it was just, it was, it was daytime writing. You know, I have to say mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong. It's just a different style, which mm-hmm. is acceptable in that, in that world. But I don't accept it. Fair enough. Okay, Ruth, this was wonderful to have you here. I think we Great really to see it. covered uh, this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you want, you're doing wonderful things. You want to tell people what you're working on now and what's going on in the world? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I wanted to share a, a, a little something, too. A, a couple of years after 90210, um, I had a show on Showtime called Resurrection Boulevard. And uh, they were uh, talk. the producers were talking about uh, who to bring as one of my love interests. And they were going through actors from 90210. And I had been become friends with Brian. And I was like, bring Brian. So then Brian yeah. came to my show. Oh. That's right friend for a while and that was super awesome because he's very oh yeah we love brian and did you have a did you get to kiss brian or what was your romantic interest or? in my show yes Oh, beautiful. Brian is a chick magnet. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. He is. Yeah, make sure you check out Mask Dancer. He's doing that now. Yeah, that's really big. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. This was really a really great episode. Thanks a lot. All of our Patreons, we will see you in an After Dark Zoom in a little bit. Ruth, this was great. Sherry, great stuff as usual. Stay in uh, touch, Ruth. I yeah. will. Thank you, Larry. Same, great same. To see you. And we will great be, to see you. be back next week for the Big Planet 90210 show. Uh, so stay tuned for all those details and uh, follow the Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. All right, guys. Thanks so much. This was great. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.